Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Allie Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Olivia. Hey, Michelle. It's so funny when I say <laughs> hi in that way, and it's not hi, Allie, but Allie is off this week. She's actually moving. So she's packing boxes and she probably wishes she was on the podcast instead of packing boxes and moving. Um, but today I get to talk to Olivia Vissette. Thank you, Olivia, for being a guest on the show today. It's so good to have you here. It's so good to be here. Thanks for inviting me on anytime. My pleasure. <laughs> I love it. And I was trying to think of somebody to talk to and a topic to bring in that we haven't talked about before because you know we've had a we've had a hundred episodes last the last episode we pushed out was our hundredth episode so we talk about a lot of different topics as it relates to diversity and diversity in tech and underrepresentation in tech so like what haven't we talked about yet so of course I took to Google and I'm like what are some topics in DEIB? What are some topics in underrepresentation? And the first one that popped well it wasn't the first one maybe it was like the third one on the list said generational diversity and I was like who who could I talk to that's even younger than Allie right because Allie's my daughter's generation but even Allie is now like older than the people we're like trying to invite into different technologies and then I thought of you right away because you are like you are a native tech user I've met you in person I know you we work together at Postatus and I was like I wonder if Olivia might be free so thank you so much for being here today because I think you're going to have a lot of really good things to um to contribute so thank you yeah hopefully I'll be able to contribute some good things if not just expect Taylor Swift references because that's (laughs) my era right now well there you go and taylor swift's newest tour is called eras and that has a lot to do with like generations and that kind of thing so it's perfect i love it yes yes (laughs) it's awesome So one of the things that I think about, like I'm constantly thinking of in marketing, especially like I, I'm in marketing for Stellar WP. I do a lot of work at Postatus and I have my other side projects and so that kind of thing. And I try to think of how do we market not only to ourselves as, you know, I'm a 54 year old woman. I am not necessarily the target demographic for bringing people into WordPress at this point. Yeah, we're never going to turn anybody away, but we really want to bring other people into WordPress. So your generation is the generation to be to bring people in. Are you there? Yes. Okay, cool. I think we yeah. had a little a little glitch with the sound. <laughs> no worries. The power went off. Oh no, you did get that power, that storm you were talking about before we pushed play. <laughs> well, you're still here. Yes. That's a good thing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> So when we think about the next generation, I think about the fact that like for the longest time I was a Facebook user and my daughter's like, oh my God, mom, you're still on Facebook. You've got to be on Instagram, you know? And now it's not like there's TikTok and there's a Snapchat and there's probably threads is the newest one that's actually associated with Meta and Facebook and, and Instagram and all those kinds of things. What kinds of things, like what kinds of things do you think about when you think about your generation and technology? Well, one thing is that whenever I hear someone my age says, I use fa- I use Facebook, I'm like, y- y'all use Facebook? Because like, I've never been on Facebook. The only person I know 
who uses Facebook is my mom. Because it, it's always in the memes where the moms put some Facebook. Look at my daughter. She's growing up so fast. <laughs> yes. So I'm not... I don't use Facebook at all, safe to say. But I'm like all my friends are on like Instagram, some on BBO, some on Threads. I deleted BBO because it was annoying. Yeah, I never even heard of it. But, so there you go. <laughs> oh, BBO. Yeah, it's so basically at a random point during the day, it gives you it sends you a notification saying. Hey, it's time to take a picture. So it's so with your phone, it takes a picture with the back camera and front camera, but you have to do it within two minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> or else it'll say they posted late. So it's a really it's a cool social media. The whole thing is that you can't. It's not staged. It's just gotcha. you in the present moment. But I I didn't like the random notifications. So. <laughs> yeah, that would annoy me too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That is so funny. So if you if you're not on Facebook, it kind of makes me think about the fact that for technology, especially in WordPress, so you and I both work in WordPress. There are so many Facebook groups that are centered around building community around different, um, you know, plugins, different themes and things like that like there's a divi builders community there's a ws forum community there's a learn dash community so all of these wordpress communities or groups that have been built up to have like support and also kind of some built-in marketing and those kinds of things if you're not on facebook where do you find groups and community around different products that way or don't you well I wouldn't say product, but we're on TikTok. There's a lot of different, we say sides of TikTok. Yeah. Where it's like, there's the Taylor Swift side. That's that's the side I'm on. And then there's the like cleaning your house organization side. And it's amazing to me because I, I go on TikTok and like I'm watching these videos that are curated for me to me about whatever topic I'm interested at time, I get to learn new stuff, new things about that. Mm-hmm. And you can reply to videos with a video or you can reply in the comments because my generation will we'll just pick up a camera and start recording, I feel like, some of us. Yeah. Others of us just, like, in the comments and say, like, oh, that's happening? Oh, my goodness. Ah. So we do that. Some of us, like, we're also on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is, it's weird, because we're also on Twitter, but we're not, like, we're on Twitter, but we're not on Twitter, if that makes sense. So are you, like, so we're, if- scrolling Twitter and just looking, or are you, like, do you just have a presence there? Do you tweet sometimes? How does that work? For, for me and, like... My friends, at least, like, we all have Twitter accounts. We tweet once in a while. Mm-hmm. We look at tweets, but it's not, like, our main app. Gotcha. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So what is your main app so, right now? Um, As a generation, I feel like it's TikTok. Yeah. 
but me personally, I've been getting into threads more. Okay. I, I just love, I just like what's on my home screen of threads. It's just gotcha. like the most random content, the most like you'll, I don't know, you see some random company saying the most random things. And I'm like, yeah. I love that. But <laughs> I have a threads, threads account. But I haven't done anything with it yet. I and I haven't even looked at it yet, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm on it every day. Well, maybe I'll have to connect with you and you can show me the ropes. I'll be like, what's Olivia looking at today? <laughs> Learn a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Threads is more like relaxed. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. when I'm on Twitter, I'm like, I must do three paragraph essays now. Have an introduction, have an ending. Include a GIF of some kind in there. <laughs> Mom says, I'm like, hey guys, I just, I'm on my lunch break and I'm having a mac and cheese. I don't know. Just the most. Oh, there you go. So Threads is a little more laid back then that you would say than like um, Twitter or something. Yeah. yeah. That's good to yeah. know. I will definitely have to investigate it a little bit more. I don't think I'm going to get on Be Real, but I think I will investigate Threads a little bit more. When... Yeah. When you're like when you're applying for jobs, right? So you're in college right now and you I know you have an internship and things like that. And so you've got to be thinking about the future a little bit. But when you apply for jobs or you're looking for jobs, what kinds of things appeal to you in your generation? What kinds of things are like a definite like no way would I ever go work at that company kind of thing? Don't name names necessarily, but what are the kinds of things that you're looking for? I will not, I will not <laughs> name I promise. So if somebody is but, looking to hire um, your generation, how can they appeal to you? Hmm. That's a new question. Let me think. Well, I, I recently was just like applying to jobs. And when I said applying, I mean like applying to every single one I see. <laughs> yeah. No matter if it's here, there, remote, not remote. I just put in my application. Okay. Of course. I'm, I'm just like, here, take me. Okay. Hire me. Hire me. I'm hireable, right? But um, for me, one of the things that I really love is remote work, which mm-hmm. I feel like our generation is very not split on, but like a lot of us like to work from home because like we figured out during COVID that we can work from home. Wow, right. this is a new amazing we can like show off our desk setups to one another. I've yet to do that, but um <laughs> show off our desk setups, show off like what monitors, like how everything's set up. While the other part of us like they work better in office and they wanna be around people because they're outgoing and extroverted. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I feel like that. having a good Having, like, good benefits plus, like, having the option to work from home mm-hmm. is something that really appeals to me. Because when I was looking for jobs, it was mainly, like, can I work from home? Can I, like, does it have good benefits, good pay, good mm-hmm. whatever for an internship? Because that was the position I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And... Something I'm thinking about right now is like whether or not in the future I'll be able to 
continue with this company or like how will it look on my resume when I go to apply to either different companies or like extend my internship into either another semester or full time or whatever. I hope that answered the question. I think so for sure. Yeah. I think back to like even like 10 or 15 years ago, which, you know, to you is your lifetime. And to me is like, oh, not that long ago. But I think like 10 or 15 years ago, um, and I think of like when Google was trying to entice people in and they have like ping pong tables and like cereal bars and like all of these things in their workspace that make it look like so inviting to want to work there. And I think that things have changed a lot since then. And of course, the pandemic had a lot to do with that, right, with the work from home. Um, And I just wonder sometimes about that, like, like, is your like 10 years ago having your office look like a a a grown-up playground was something that like literally enticed people to come to work for you but I feel like that might not be as inviting now as work from home is would you agree with that I would definitely agree because am I allowed to say where I'm working yeah sure Um, I currently work at UKG, and the the office that I go to is very, very fun. Okay. Like, we have huge ball tables. We have air hockey table. We have an air hockey table, which I broke once and never touched again. We have, like, an indoor, like, putt-putt course. We have all that stuff, and, like, it is fun. But for me, like, I don't use that on a daily basis mm-hmm. usually i look forward to like working from home versus doing pet pet because mm-hmm. at home i'm working in my own environment meanwhile like pet pet i'm i'm only going to be there for a short amount of time yeah doing pet pet and i will say it's really cool because i like they have fake grass and i like to lie in the fake grass and code <laughs> it, it works don't don't judge. It works for me. If it yeah, works yeah, for yeah. me, it works. It is cool, but like I will say that for my generation, I do think that other other things do entice us a little more. Mm-hmm. We hope you're learning a lot from the podcast. If you have questions or need specialized help making your space more diverse, equitable, or inclusive book a consulting session, audit, or strategy service with us. Just go to underrepresentedintech.com slash services for more information. Back to the show. You when, when we were setting up this, you said you wanted to talk to some of your coworkers, some people who are also your age fellow interns, um, about their thoughts. And, what, and you used a Google Doc to, instead of just like posting something in a channel or putting it on Twitter or whatever. I'm curious what questions you asked them because I want to know like what were you thinking when you started asking those questions and then like what were some of their answers to your questions? Can you share some of that? Sure. Um, the first question I asked is um, so I had a different, a big heading which is basically like what's one thing you wish the older generation, Gen X and millennials understood about our generation? That was uh-huh. the first question. And I I should have read over these more, but this is what they gotta say. The truth. Okay. Um 
the first response said they have very different percept perceptive about technology technology which make them look down on us which i can say i see where they're coming from because sometimes sometimes i'll be in a car ride and then someone would say like we didn't have phones and i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> y'all y'all didn't have phones what do you mean? You, no. What do you mean? Meanwhile, I literally, like, to walk from my house across the street, I rely on, like, my <laughs> phone. <laughs> literally, no. Not literally, but you, you get the picture. I do. I um, do, yeah. Someone said, someone else said that the experience that we are exposed to are a lot of are largely part of the way society was when the older generations were our age. Society changes and, and as do the people, the way that they experience life. Again, it's like the yeah car ride where it's like, I didn't have phones. And I'm like... <laughs> so it's just like... I feel like with the technology like our generation is a whole mm -hmm. new ball game it's mm -hmm. a whole new thing because we literally have information in the palm of our hand we yeah. can look up anything from an uber ride to like what was taylor swift's last surprise song right so it's like yeah it's yeah. funny because like the the meme for my generation was that the teacher would say to you you got to learn how to do this. It's not like you're going to have a calculator in your pocket when you grow up, right? And like, of, of course, we have smartphones now that have the calculator right in our pocket. Yeah. So like, that's that's the joke, right? You all, they didn't say that to you all because you literally went to school with calculators with many computers right in your pockets too. So it's, it's, it is I definitely different. I won't lie. They definitely did try that on us. <laughs> And then, like me, like me and my classmates and friends are like, we, we'll have the iPhone like twenty by then. Like, <laughs> yeah. we'll have more than a calculator. We'll have a whole like, a yeah. whole calculus notebook in exactly. our back pocket. It's like, and you kind of do anyway because you can access anything on the web through your phone too. So. I know. I yeah. like my phone too. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not necessarily the people of my generation. I'm attached way more than I should be. It's always with me as well. So, um, so what's the next question you ask people? Our experiences in the tech community is in the same field. So, one said that even though there's there is more minority references. I'm starting over. Even though there's more minority representation within STEM fields than there were in the past, there's still much room for improvement, which is true. Absolutely. Because, like, I've been on teams and classes and whatever's, and it's like I'm the only, I'm one of the only girls. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just a girl. And it's like, <laughs> there's, I'm on TikTok too much. I'm sorry. I hear it. No, but it's like, all good. <laughs> but there's an imbalance there yeah. of like the what's it called? The majority, the 
Yeah. Well, you normally see the um stereotype. That's yeah, the yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Yep. Because exactly. when you think computer, because when you think computer programmer, you don't think of people who look like you and me. You think of right. people who look like my dad. You definitely think people more so, like, like your dad than than people of color or women for sure. Like and and a, a woman of color even less so, right? Is what we are used to thinking yeah. of as traditionally. So I'm glad you're breaking those cycles and those norms. <laughs> yeah. it, it's fun because like I used to in my senior year of high school, I had a project where I went out to different schools to teach them programming. It was interesting because, like, I come in and it's like I don't look like what you think of as a programmer because right. kids aren't kids aren't like they're not dumb. They they know what this stereo stereotypical. Yeah, they know what the stereotypical programmer looks like. And when I come in, my big hair, my glasses, and I'm a girl, and and I do have a disability. And it's like. Hello, I'm here to break um stereotypes and break all break. the stereotypes. <laughs> I love it. So Absolutely. um, yeah, this is tech, not what you thought before. Yeah. Um, so no, someone else says that technology is ever advancing and it has the power to bring people together or divide them, depending on how it's used. So it's like. When we're on TikTok, it's weird because when we're on TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff, it's like you can share information like that. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift new leg of tour, everybody knows within a day. Yep. Um, if you, um rumors about something else like information spreads so quickly. Yes. That it's it's powerful and it could either be used for good, neutral, or bad. Yeah, unfortunately. For sure. No, that's true. Absolutely. It uh, was yeah. the it was the younger generations that realized that um tickets to Trump rallies in twenty twenty could were free and that you could sign up for them from anywhere in the world. And so people were signing up for those tickets on mass and literally not going. And then they were, they would have this rally with only like a third of the uh, stadium filled in because all the tickets got snapped up by people who were anti-Trump instead of pro-Trump. And so like, it, it's, it was literally the, the teens and twenties uh, somethings of the world at that point in time that said, we can, we can hack this and we can have an impact on this. And I thought, wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. It's brilliant, right? So absolutely. The next generation has a lot to offer for sure. Um, as we're closing yeah, and- in on our time. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yes. I was gonna say, as we're closing in on our time, what's like one or two more things that you'd want to share from either you or your coworkers to help people in my generation and and even like a generation or two below me, because I realize I'm kind of at the top of that list. Um, what's something you really want us to know and be aware of to make things better for y'all coming up into technology, graduating from high school, graduating from college and joining the workforce? I don't know. Maybe something that I would like to say is that we, our brains are different. 
Where it's like some people find like one solution to be that this is it. This is perfect. I love this. Let me pass this down to my children and my grandkids. Right. We will literally come in within five minutes with our cell phones and our iPhones and be like, new solution. Yeah. It's like, I think it'd be cool if we can all just like work together mm-hmm. to just like, you. everyone has a different brain, which is so cool. And just, yeah. yeah. One of the things I don't know that about I. I, no, I think that's perfect. I think one of the things that I've always said is that I can only solve a problem that I can see. But there, there. If, if you look at the room around me right now, if if I wasn't looking at a camera, I would only be able to see this much of the room around me. But you're looking behind me. If you're standing in front of me, you can see problems behind me that I can't see. There's a whole sphere of issues to solve, but I can only solve the ones that I can see and you can help me see more. So if we do all work together, we get a better picture of the problems we need to solve, the potential for creating, um, because we can all see things from different perspectives. And so I think that you nailed it on the head when you said that. It makes perfect sense. So yeah. Absolutely. Let's all work together and let's let's value the inputs, not just of our ex- 54 years of experience but what the next generation and the generation behind them see as the potential, not just the problems they're trying to solve. So I think that's perfect. And I see so much potential in you, Olivia, and I'm so grateful to not only be friends with you. um, I hope you consider me a friend. I know I consider you a friend for sure. Of course, of course, of course. We're friends. Bestie. Yes. But I also love that we work together at Postatus and I can be like, I have, I, I record webinars and I record, you know, interviews and things. And I'm like, here, Olivia, make it look good. <laughs> You're like, okay, I need this information, this, this, and this. Okay, here it is. It's published. And I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't have to do any of that because Olivia has it all under control. She's got like her methods, her her system in place. And except for the time <laughs> that uh, that one that one transcript where it, where it was my voice being transcribed and I said I'm I'm I I said I'm Michelle Frechette and it came out as I'm a shellfish <laughs> so that was funny but that wasn't you that was a that was AI translating but that was funny but the AI chat GBT oh my goodness <laughs> exactly that was, that was something else I forgot to mention I'm like we're all obsessed with chat GBT now. Yeah. Where it's like, when I'm programming and I have a problem, I go to chat GBT and be like, hey, I can't do this. Please help. And it's yeah. like, okay, Olivia, here's a three-step process. I'm like, I ain't got a thing in I forget to use it. But today, somebody challenged me. I wrote an article. I had a very lackluster title for it because I couldn't think outside the box of what else to put as a title. And they're like, we need this title, you know, the the post title to be better. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. So I did. I was, oh, chat GPT could help. So with the chat GPT, I said, give me a title for an article like this. And it was like this one. I'm like, no, that's not good. I hit like, you know, re- regenerate. And the next one, I was like, oh, that's good. I can work with that. <laughs> so yes, thank you for reminding me that those kinds of things exist for sure. Yeah, it's all just like, do you think that ChatGPT can rule the world? Rule the world? When yeah, maybe can one day, but like not soon. Because yeah, yeah. Whenever I ask for a cookie restaurant recipe or a crochet pattern it just 
no it doesn't do so good huh well it's yeah. really cool too is like you can say give me a bio for michelle frechette and it'll find me and it'll create a bio but it still gets some things wrong so you still have to fact check on anything that comes out because it'll say i worked at a company i've never heard of before and i'm like mm, probably a different michelle frechette <laughs> yeah i sure. use it for when i'm applying to jobs i shouldn't be admitting this but I'm like, I can't, I don't know how to write a cover letter. Yeah. So I'm like, please help me. Get Here's started. everything I've ever done in my life. Write a cover letter for me and sign it. Perfect. Sign it at, like <laughs> someone random. Who I, don't I love know. it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me today um, using this old technology to talk to you. Just kidding. Zoom isn't that old, but, <laughs> but I appreciate your inputs. And um, if people want to get in touch with you, is that okay? How do they find you? Um, I know you are on Twitter, but maybe you want to tell them how to get you on threads. I don't know. Is there a place that people can reach out to you? I'll be honest and say Twitter is probably best. Um, me on threads is just it's just my brain but (laughs) everywhere i'm lemonade code everywhere perfect threads twitter wordpress real life or if you want you just send a pigeon my way i don't know how y'all find lemonade code send out the pigeon there you go (laughs) chat gpt how do i send a pigeon to olivia visit Thank you, Olivia. And we'll see everybody else on the next episode of Underrepresented in Tech. Hopefully, Allie will be back. And who knows what we'll be talking about, but we'll always keep it real. Thanks again, Olivia. Keeping it real. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) See ya. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. The Blogsmith. The Blogsmith is a holistic content marketing agency for B2B technology brands that creates data-driven content with a great reader experience. Visit theblogsmith.com to learn more. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.